what's up all right um yes okay uh that was square hammer by the band ghost or if you're og fan ghost bc um that was off their they had made an ep um before they made i think this was called the pope star ep i'm pretty sure this was the ep um something to keep your mouth wet um in between um albums before they released i think it was before they released meliora i think it was i think that was one before that one i forgot anyway square hammer from the band ghost um uh hold on let me get my shit set up here gotta get my miller light got my miller light tall boy Put it in my brewmate here, my brewmate juggernaut. Lifesaver for the tall boys. Lifesaver for the tall boys. Um, I really wish they, they fucking made these brewmate juggernauts into uh, different colors or more colors or as many colors as they have for the rest of them, the rest of their lineup. I got the, uh, I got it a, a while ago, but. I have the uh, glitter Merlot color, so it's like a, a light burgundy, um, but it's really, it's glittered the fuck out. Like, if you look at it indoors with no, uh, no artificial light, just in natural light, or in a room, in a, in a normally lit, lit room, looking at it, it looks like... Um, a light burgundy, but a static, like static, um, uh, or a hazy, a hazy, I guess you could say, a hazy light burgundy, but you get that fucking shit in the sunlight, it looks fucking badass, it looks like a fucking fishing boat, like a glitter fishing boat, that's fucking sick, anyway, time for the Miller Light. I had a Michelob Ultra Tall Boy earlier. Yeah, these these brewmates are good. Um, I never really had a need for uh, something like that for keeping cans cold, cause like a regular size can of beer or soda or whatever, I it's never doesn't take me that fucking long to drink it. Where I need to keep it cold, rarely ever, hardly very few times. It's not a big problem for me to. Be like, oh, I got a warm beer. I need a fucking, I need a brewmate for a regular can of beer or fucking the, the White Claw size brewmates. Nah, I drink a White Claw in like fucking two minutes. Like, but I like buying shit and I like shit like this. So it's another thing for me to put stickers on. So that's cool. Now I need an excuse. So I drink Tall Boys now because I need an excuse to buy something. Basically, that's all it was. Like, I like this kind of shit. I, I never needed one, like I said, for a regular size can or a white claw size can. But I'm thinking, hmm, it's a cool thing. It has a cool color. So I want to buy it. I could put stickers on it too. 
which I have already. It's like 95% covered in stickers. Um, so I'm like, well, I guess I'll start drinking Tall Boys. They'll give me a justification to buy it because <coughs> don't drink a Tall Boy that fast. So you gotta keep a Tall Boy cold. So there we go, 25 ounce can. Good to go. Good to go. All right. Um, anyway, it has been a hot minute since I last talked to you, like it always is, but <clears throat> letting life happen. And um, shit, a lot of a lot. It's been it's been a roller coaster. Well, not really a roller coaster, but it's been a it's been a, a journey, an adventure so far since the last time I talked to you guys. Um, I finally left Concord and yeah, I'm at the VA now in Martinez. So yeah, uh, when I left, uh, Concord, um, um, yeah, one of my sergeants came in one night or a couple weeks before I left and I told her, I was like, yeah, well, since you're here, I'll tell you now uh, that I'm leaving in a couple weeks. This is my this is my official, unofficial two-week notice. And she was like, oh, man, why are you leaving? Like, who gave you permission to leave? I'm like, hey, fucking uh, Martinez VA did. Because they fucking hit me up, so I'm getting the fuck out of here. And so, like, a couple of days later, or right after, actually, right after I talked to her about it, um, I emailed uh, one of our chiefs about it and blah fucking blah I told him what was up and a couple days later I think maybe one or two days later I get uh, from another sergeant uh, on my shift gave me an exit interview yes an exit interview basically it's a piece of paper that asks why you're leaving. That's what it is. It's five questions, and I'm going to read them to you right now. First question is, why did you start looking for another job? Second question, why are you leaving? Okay, it's kind of the same as the fucking first question. Third question, what does your new position offer that influenced your decision to leave? Why are these questions so fucking similar question four what could have been done or here and number five would you ever consider returning my first answer was why did you start looking for another job higher pay a new working environment slash dynamic new challenges new opportunities in the federal system my second answer why are you leaving? I was given an offer. See above number one. My third answer. What does your new position offer that influenced your decision to leave? I said, see above number one. Number four. What could have been done better here? I said, you guys could have better opportunities and you guys could have what I write you guys could have more opportunities for advancement that's what I put number five would you ever consider returning I said yes I would and that's it 
That's the exit interview. And so I did that, and then uh, a couple weeks go by. I come in the day after my last day and turn in all my fucking gear, blah, fucking blah, and then, you know, leave, and then take some time off. And then um, I started working. Uh, the first day at the VA was on the 8th, and today is the 12th of September, Saturday, at 15.26 hours. Um, so, yeah. But before that happened, uh, there's a story, kind of something weird. I was, I was working dispatch. Um, I think it happened maybe a couple of days after I wrote down that exit interview shit. Uh, I get a call from outside. I say, this is blah, fucking blah. How may I help you? And it's some fucking private and basic training at fucking Fort Leonard Wood. He's an MP, right? And he's supposed to be coming to the unit here or there where we were because there's also a reserve unit that's at the same, uh, at the, in Concord. It's the same facility. Uh, so he's apparently that's going to be his unit and he's calling to get a hold of somebody there. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this? So I'm talking to this fucking kid. Um, I'm like, yeah, I mean, there's no one fucking here, bro. Like, as far as I know, I don't know who's, I don't know who's here, but there's not very many military personnel here because of COVID. And if there are people here, it's, ad, it's admin, and they're probably not from the MP company. I was like, but what I can do for you, incidentally enough, I am also an MP in the reserves, and I know the commander or the acting commander of the company here. So, because he was my lieutenant when I went to Saudi Arabia. So what I could do for you is get you his email address and give you some information. And you guys could talk to each other to figure out and get you squared away. So after that, I told him um, in an email. I also wrote an email to the LT. Um, and I think I text him too, but blah, blah, fucking blah. I told him like, Hey, this fucking kid called me up. He's in basic right now. He's supposed to be coming to the unit. Uh, you might know the situation better than I ever would. Cause you are the acting commander. So here's the kid's email address. And this is what he told me. Here's his name. And hope you can get him squared away. Cause he's coming here at some point after basic. So blah, fucking blah. So I did that for him. I gave him some, uh, some helpful knowledge about the military and I gave him a pro tip in the email. I said, Hey, very infel <laughs> a very invaluable piece of information is that to get a set up a Google drive account and download some, the out and download the Adobe, uh, PDF apps. And every time the military gives you a significant piece of paperwork, Scan that shit and save it in a Google Drive because chances are they're going to ask you for it sometime later and you always want that shit on deck. So I sent him off with as much help as I could, helpful information as I could, and hopefully uh, they got to the bottom of it. I haven't heard anything back from him, um, but maybe hopefully maybe that kid got his shit together. I don't fucking know. But um, yeah, that was kind of interesting. 
started watching um, a couple weeks ago. Started watching Cobra Kai on Netflix. The uh, good old spinoff of the Karate Kid original Karate Kid franchise, and it is fucking good. It is really fucking fun to watch. Really good. Really thought out fucking plot. Really thought out fucking dialogue. Everything in the show. It's it's fun. It it it's it has a good driving fucking uh, motivational force to it. It's it's really good. It's a really good show to watch. Um, it's a really fun ride. I liked it. Um, and then, uh, so I hope yeah, they had two seasons right off the bat, so that's good. It gave people a lot of a lot of content to watch. So now it's gonna be an even longer time probably until we get a season three for that shit. Hopefully not too long. Maybe another year. Hopefully. Um, but yeah. First two seasons, it was really fun to watch. Really fucking good. Really good concept, actually. I liked it. Um, uh, what else happened? Shit. Um, went to Bear River again with uh, a girlfriend's parents and her fucking extended family. <coughs> Shit. So, um, yeah, I went down there for, I think, two days, three days, something like that. Um, I told you guys about their little setup they got going on there. They got the trailer set up there, and they could just hang out whenever the hell they want. Ah, yes. And so, um, it's pretty fun. Got to hang out with, um, brother-in-law, sister, and fucking kids. I rolled some jet skis. Um, I had to fucking cook. I had to cook the meal. On the second night, fucking her dad and brother-in-law and other fucking dudes, and they got their own thing going on. I don't give a fuck about hanging out with those fucking dudes. I don't really give a shit, but, you know, I, I fucking play the game the right way. I hang out with the fucking women. Those guys go off and start fishing or whatever. I hang out with the fucking women. I get in good with the fucking women. That's how That's how you play the game. Trust me. You, you, you're meeting, you're, you're in a new... Um, introductory phase with a girl's parents <clears throat> yeah you might want to impress the dad but at the same time you really want to impress the mom you really want to impress the women of the family that's what you want to do you want to get in good with them um so that's what i did i hung out back with the women so the guys went off and did whatever i don't know what the fuck they were doing fucking i don't know i don't really give a shit um, and so they just fucking left the fucking, uh, the, these two big ass fucking chunks of steak on the fucking, on the, on the little hibachi grill. So I'm just like, all right, fine, I guess I'm cooking this shit. Cause they were, they just fucking put on their left. So I cooked that shit. I cooked the fucking chicken, like 10 pieces of chicken, two fucking goddamn three pound fucking steaks. Fucking goddamn. And all the corn, all that shit, for like an hour and a half, two hours. I cooked all that shit. And I don't know, that's what it felt like. Fucking hot as fuck. Uh, so yeah, I kicked ass on that. Yeah, I cooked everyone's fucking food. It was fucking perfect. And then, um, what else did we do? I think that was pretty much it. Didn't do too much else after that. Um... 
Did I t did I tell you guys about my fucking car? Let me see. Um, no, I didn't. Okay, so this happened um, in between the last time I talked to you and now, apparently. But um, we were supposed to go to Santa Cruz in fucking August. And so I get off work, come home. We get the car loaded up, and this is like right when it starts to get hot outside, um, right at the start of the heat wave. It was like 108 degrees outside at like fucking noon, right? Get in the car, start to leave. My car gets a high temperature warning. So I'm like, what the fuck? I don't give a fuck how hot it is. It shouldn't do that. It doesn't matter. The car's not supposed to overheat, and it's not the first time this car's been hot. So I'm like, okay, fine. So I pull over, let the car cool down. And then it, the problem keeps persisting. So we don't go to Santa Cruz. I'm like, I'm not fucking driving my car fucking another fucking three hours with it potentially overheating. I don't know what's going on right now. So I go back home. I'm doing research, doing research, blah, fucking blah. And so as weeks have gone on up until now, um, I'm pretty sure, you know, I'd, I've been on Reddit, I've been on the forums looking around for possible solutions and possible issues and possible causes for this to happen. So kind of narrowed it down to basically it's going to be either the thermostat, water pump, or the fan for the engine. Because um, what happens is the car is fine while it's driving. The car doesn't really overheat, doesn't get really too hot. Uh, maybe a 245 degrees, maybe it's a little up there, but it's not bad. You don't get the warning either. But what happens is on hot weather, warm days, like anything over 85, 90 degrees, if I'm driving for a long period of time, and then I come to a stop or an idle for more than a couple minutes, at first the AC will blow fucking like, puppy dog air and then it'll get the warning on the on the screen on the infotainment system screen it'll pop up and say um, uh, engine temp high um, so that tells me that if it's only happening while I'm idling that means the fans not working because the car is get the cars getting the engines getting cooled off while I'm driving and so when I come stop highway driving, stop fast driving, that's when the car gets hot. That's when the engine gets hot. And if you stay even a little bit longer at an idle, after that first warning pops up, it'll get an overheating warning, a red warning. And then the car goes into limp mode, and you can't accelerate. It's just crawling, right? Literally, the car's fucking crawling. So it's happened a few times, and I was just like, okay, fine. It's got to be the fucking fan. Because if it wasn't the fan, if it was something else, it would overheat all the time, no matter what. Um, so, um, and then I also got a fucking drivetrain malfunction warning. So I'm like, fuck, are you fucking kidding me? Out of nowhere, right? Um, it was like the same day almost as the original heat warning. Motherfucker, are you fucking kidding me? Now this is even serious. Because I'm thinking, fuck, this is fucking, this is transmission problems. Like, There's no fucking way. The car's got 120,000 miles on it, but still, ain't no fucking way. 
So what I'm thinking is most common thing for that to happen, or what also happened was uh, I was trying to get on the freeway, you know, accelerating up over an overpass, so going on an incline. Um, the car didn't shift, hitting the gas and just revving up, and there's cars not going into gear. So I'm like, okay, what the fuck's going on? So I'm thinking, okay, what, what could be the problem here? It's been, I've, I've had the car for 50,000 plus miles. Um, so it's probably the, the spark plugs. That's And I was like, okay, fine. I'm thinking about the, the, the simplest solution first. It's got to be the spark plugs. I have, I have never changed the spark plugs since I've had the car. They should have been changed um, right around the time I wore my maintenance warranty ended at 100,000 miles. Because that would have been about 50,000 miles. Which should have been, they should have been changed then. Um, I'm fucking kicking myself in the ass for not changing it then when it was free. Um, so bad gas mileage. My gas mileage is not where it should be. Um, Miss shifts, and then I'm getting a drivetrain malfunction warning. It's like it's got to be the fucking spark plugs. No other reason for it not to be. So, yeah, that shit was going on. So I'm like driving this car for weeks now, like babying it. I don't want to fucking blow up, you know. Um, not like I drove hard all the time anyway, but now I really gotta just. I'm trying to fucking just like, I'm babying it more than I sh- more than I need to, but I'm still just like fuck, dude. Are you kidding me? But anyway, yeah. Um. So, what else? Uh, it's fucking music time. I got un- I got uncrustables here. I need to eat. So, um, let's get some music here. Give you guys a little break. Let's see what we got here. Let's do some skips. I got some new music actually too. I got some new music. Oh yeah, okay. It's a kind of a short song. I got some new uh, new single by Ramirez and uh, featuring Sauce Mula from City Morgue. It's a pretty fun song. It's not too bad. Um, it's really short, but it's short and sweet. But it's a nice little something, something a little bit new from those guys. Not too bad. Ramirez. It's about time for him to make another album. So I guess this is a little taste for us. All right, so let's get this loaded up. All right, here we go. This song is called Children of the Void. It's a single by Ramirez featuring Sauce Mula. All right, BRB. Bitch, it's wrong. Only like that you would see it. The shine bounce out of the calm. Run into your fucking knees. 
sweet children of the void um fucking went to um went to a wedding um it was her i don't even know who the fuck it is man like she's got one of those fucking families dude that fucking know everybody know hella fucking people and shit it's fucking crazy man so i think it's like I don't know what fucking wedding it was, man. Like, I really don't know. If it was one of her old friends, a family friend, family friend's daughter, one of her clients. Uh, I don't know. It was fucking whatever. It was a nice, cute, um, upper middle class backyard wedding. Fucking family has a little bit of money, so they have, like, some land, and it's like their, their house is, like, part of or on an orchard. So they got some room to throw a wedding. <sighs> semi, you know, that whole white person, semi-rustic thing kind of thing going on. It was just so predictable, but it wasn't bad. It was it was a good time. Um, yeah, they're just really, it was really straight down the middle white person event. Like, not too bad, wasn't too boring, wasn't crazy or anything. It was just so down the middle. It was whatever. But, yeah. You know, it was good, though. Some good food, some dancing. Fucking, the people were all nice, you know. wasn't too crazy. <clears throat> Usually in those situations, I feel like I'm in the movie Get Out. I'm the only fucking black person there. But at this time, I was one of two black people. But... One of them was a groomsman who incidentally got punched by the person who officiated the wedding, who also happened to be her brother-in-law, the one I went uh, camping with, the one who had those kids I was telling you about in one of the other episodes, the cool kids, cool little kids they have, and that kid was the ring bearer, so yeah. The dude officiating the wedding was her, uh, was my girlfriend's brother-in-law, who punched out the only other black guy there who was a groomsman. Don't know, wait, we do know why. We couldn't figure out why. We found out that night, later that night that he did it, and we didn't know why. And then we found out that it was 
alcohol involved, of course, and the groomsman said that he could punch out or take on fucking the bride's dad and somebody else. So the brother-in-law just fucking hit him, I guess, and was like, okay, fine, there you go, I hit you, motherfucker. Like, okay, the fuck, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) The fuck? And then later on that night, the fucking bride is crying, and we're thinking it's for that reason. It turns out that her maid of honor, a.k.a. her sister, her biological actual sister, took the fuck off, like, shortly after uh, she gave, you know, the toast thing after the wedding's done left with her boyfriend and just didn't say anything, just fucking took the fuck off because I guess this boyfriend is a piece of shit, asshole, douchebag kind of guy, and he just, I don't know, he doesn't know how to play the game, doesn't know how to play the family game and do uh, fucking events and situations like that or something. He just fucking, he's a piece of shit, and it's fucking, they just took off, and so I guess that's why the sister was crying. I'm like, Jesus, fucking crying these fucking people. Um... But yeah, it's just fucking wild, man. Um, fuck. So we were there for a hot minute too. I was like, I was ready. It was hot. It was fucking hot. Obnoxiously hot. Like triple digits plus hot. All fucking day. I was fucking dying. I was fucking dying. We were fucking dancing and shit. And we were there for hell long. We were there for too long. We were there till like 11 o'clock at night. And it was just insane. It was just fucking insane. Um, I had, uh, I made some, um, I went to Sticker Mule. Because I, I usually get stuff from Sticker Mule when they ever, have, they ever have a deal going on or sale. Like you get, you know, 10, 20, or 50 stickers or whatever made for like 20 bucks i just make something up and then i send it to them they get it i get it made whatever stickers i want you know like i have i made the uh the porn hub um the porn hub uh page uh what you want to call it uh, what's it called The Pornhub page selector. Pornhub page number selector. You know how at the bottom of the Pornhub page it has one, two, three, four, five next. Yeah, I made a sticker of that. I made a sticker of uh, the Guts Agro Crag from the show Guts when you were a kid. I made some stickers for um, uh, the symbol of our um, of my friends group that we have our crest and this time I was like okay fine they had a deal going on for um, samples for pins acrylic pins like they're basically just clear plastic with um, a picture uh, behind it Um, and then they also had a a deal going on for sticker samples it was like 10 for $10 or something like that or something like that 10 for $9 so I got some stickers and pins made of the ski free, um, the ski free uh, abominable snowman. You know that game, 
from back from the early, early days of video gaming on a computer when you were a kid. The game Ski Free when you're skiing down the mountain and then, um, you know, trying to dodge people when they have the rainbow jump and then you got that anxiety the whole time because you know that abominable snowman is coming after you cross the finish line at some point to eat you. So I got I have a, a sticker made of that, of when the, um, the abominable snowman eats you. Like right when he comes up to you, picks you up, and then puts you in his mouth. Yeah, I got I got that 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 three image sequence. I got a, I made some pins and a sticker of that. Um, what else? So those those are pretty cool. I like those. It's real simple stickers. Um, so my first week at the VA in Martinez, I can't do anything. I can't. I can't work. I can't gun up until I go to the academy. And who knows when the fuck that's going to be because of fucking this goddamn virus shit. So the schoolhouse is closed until who the fuck knows when. Um, I think they're estimating maybe fucking February I might get to go, maybe, because there's going to be a huge influx of people going because who knows how long they've been backed up and who's on the wait list or what kind of war. What kind of order they got people going in? Who knows? I don't fucking know. So maybe fucking February. I can't do shit. I'm, I'm stuck doing fucking stupid bitch work or whatever craziness they want me to do. That has nothing to do with fucking cop shit, probably, until fucking February. But so far this week, what I've been in charge of doing is scheduling and contacting people for interviews for more police officers. So, like, I think it was, like, my fucking first day. Uh, I sit there and one of the lieutenants gives me two stacks, like I say 20 stacks, 20, 20, 20 resumes, out of state resumes and people who are in California. I got to call them, ask them if they still want to fucking interview and then give them an interview time and put that in a spreadsheet and then send out emails all this shit so like i gotta call them they don't answer i send them an email that i contacted them and if they about the interview about a police officer position and how to contact me and if they do answer i set them up a time blah blah fucking blah so i was doing that for a couple days and then what else I had to uh, go through some reports and check them off a list to make sure that they're there and also get rid of any duplicates. So there was like 80 fucking reports I had to go through. Um, a lot of just sitting around. A lot of just sitting around. I'm answering fucking phones. I'm like, I'm sitting there, phone, fucking phone rings. I gotta answer it. Like, oh, hello, how? How may I help you? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> People call me like, oh yeah, this one fucking guy called me. Uh, this one old man called me on the phone from his house. He called the fucking V, the Martinez VA Police Department, and I pick up the phone. He called from his fucking house that he his medication was supposed to be delivered by UPS which sounds weird anyway but 
he thinks that his sister or somebody signed for it and took his medication. And I'm like, okay, so this happened at your house? He's like, yeah. I was like, well, you need to call the local police department. Why are you calling the VA? We can't do anything that happened at your house. If it didn't happen on the property, what are we going to do about it? You need to call the local police department. <laughs> it's like you live in Cleveland, Ohio, and you call the Los Angeles Police Department to commit your car being fucking stolen. Like, what the fuck? So I was like, okay, fine. Well, what's her name? And do you know where the medication came from? Do you know wh- who, who's your doctor? And where the medication was supposed to be going. And he's like, oh, I, I got the information somewhere. I'll find out. I'll call you back. The motherfucker never called back. And then other shit happened. Like, uh, people fucking, someone called. And, like, the fucking LT and the colonel, the, who was the acting chief, they fucking leave at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And then the fucking colonel leaves at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm there till fucking 4.30. I'm the only one fucking there. And so if a fucking phone rings, which this did happen, someone called. Um, some lady called from the Napa. She called from Napa, the Napa facility, and said, yeah, uh, got an unruly, aggravated patient here. We need, we need someone to get to pick this fool up. I'm like, okay. So I'm just sitting there like, I don't know how their dispatch operates. I mean, I got a radio right there in front of me. I could call. I could get on the radio and send someone over there. But I don't know how their fucking shit operates. Like, So I'm just like sitting there for like fucking five minutes like thinking like, how the fuck do I make this fucking call? So I was like, you know what, fuck it. I just said, um, so I was, listening to, I was listening to the radio all day. So I kind of know who is where by listening to what call sign was at what location last. And so I just called, I think it was, uh, I think I just said, is there any available unit near Napa? And I think one of them answered. I said, yeah, there's a report uh, from the nurse's station that there's an unruly patient that that they've been dealt with before and they're causing a problem now. And so they sent, so yeah, so one of the sergeants that's close there went over there and handled it. So I was like, okay, fine, whatever, man. Jesus fucking Christ. I'm going to stop answering the fucking phone. Craziness. Um, so, yeah. And then, since they fucking leave me there, fucking, on Friday, I fucking left early. Like, I was the only one there. Like, there was no one there to fucking stop me. Like, I'm scheduled for eight hours to be there from fucking 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. I fucking left at fucking 3.30. I didn't get, I was like, man, I'm fucking leaving this fucking traffic because driving from Martinez back home takes two hours in this fucking daytime, normal time frame where people are fucking coming home. It's fucking outlandish. It is fucking outlandish. Because normally from Concord and it was, and where I work now in Martinez is only an extra 
it's not even it's not even 10 miles farther it's like three miles farther i just drive three miles past my old job in concord and in the morning coming home from concord when i get off at 6 15 a.m i could get home in an hour and 15 minutes if i drive 80 miles an hour and the top the, the the difference it makes driving home in the morning in the bay area and then driving home at the time where everybody else in the fucking area is driving home is insanely different. It's a, a solid, it's an extra hour I have to drive in the car going, I'm driving an extra hour than I normally would. And that's all because of the time frame, because I'm driving home when everyone else is driving home. So I need to, ugh, fuck, it's going to fucking suck doing this shit up until, because I know I'm going to have to do this shit at least until I get to the academy. That's in fucking February. And then when I get out of the fucking academy, I'm going to do some kind of FTO. So I'm going to be on day shift for that. Hope, hopefully not, but probably I will. And so for who knows how long I'm going to be on day shift, even after the academy. But the uh, lieutenant, I was talking to him, and he used to work nights, and he likes nights. So I told him, like, yeah, I'm used to working nights, and the traffic is way less, blah, fucking blah. And he's like, yeah, well, I'll see what I can do after the academy. I'm going to see what I can do. You, you can probably get you on nights. I'm like, fuck yes. And also, you get more fucking money. You get a fucking pay dip. You get a night differential, so that's good. And these motherfuckers only work eight hours? I mean, yeah, they can they can they can chalk up some overtime, but still, like, what the fuck? Put me on like, put me on mids. I mean, if the if the mids has the same differential as nights, I'll fucking down for that. I'll work I'll work thirteen hours from like, put me because I think their mid I I don't even know I didn't even ask, but I think their mid shift is like from three thirty until midnight, I think, or something like that, something weird, but I was like, I'll fucking work from the afternoon to the very early morning, I'll do that all fucking day, if, if the, uh, if the mid-shift has a paid inferential, I'll fucking do that shit all fucking day, go to work at like 3 p.m. and get off at like fucking, what's fucking 4, maybe, 4 a.m., that'd be fucking dope as fuck, that'd be fucking sick, um, but anyway, we'll see. So that was my first week. That was my first week there. So who knows? Who fucking knows? Um, so while I was contacting people for interviews, I did the out of state people first cause they're doing phone interviews. And then I got started on the local California people. I had one person from my old job apply um, I always saw him on the roster, but he was deployed. He was in Gitmo while most of the time I was working there. And then when he came back, I never saw him because he worked in the uh, in the VCC, the the visitor center. So I never actually met this motherfucker. Um, but he re- he recognized my name too. So we talked for a little bit, and I told him what was up about the place and yada yada yada. And then also, okay, I go through, I go through, I get some more people, and I get to another one. I see another person because the first thing I see when I'm, I'm looking at their resumes and the first thing I see is they're basically my eyes automatically see 
their last or current job. So, of course, I notice if it's where I worked or where I used to work. So the second time I see that, I look like, who the fuck is this? I look at it. It's my old, uh, old training LT from the fucking Conqueror I just left. The motherfucker I turned my gear into on my last day, that's the motherfucker who's applying for this fuck, applying for a job here. So I'm just like, fuck, how am I going to, what the fuck am I going to say this for? So I, I'm like, fuck it, man. So I call him. He answers the phone. And I said, uh, what did I say to him? How did I answer the phone? Holy shit, I forgot his name. Holy shit, what the fuck is his name? I can't believe I forgot that fool's name. Hold on. Davis. So I, um, yeah, so he answers the phone. I say, uh, Captain Davis. He says, yeah. I say, how you doing? It's officer so-and-so. I'm calling to see if you're still interested in the police officer position here at Martinez VA. He says, what? You're calling me? I'm like, yeah, I just started here. So that's what they got me doing, contacting people for interviews. He's like, what the hell? Blah, 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 blah. So he's like, yeah, okay, yeah. I was like, okay, fine. I was like, oh, these are the times available we have for the interview. And he's like, yes. And he's like, before I even call him, I hit up one of my boys that are still working at Concord. I was like, hey, Captain Davis is applying for Martinez VA. And then, you know, then I call the fool. And then I set him up for an interview. And then... He's like, yeah, I don't know if you're contacting anybody still here over in Concord, but I'd appreciate it if you didn't say anything because, you know, you don't want it getting out that someone who just got there in fucking January in a leadership role in charge of training is leaving already to go somewhere else the same fucking week that somebody else left. I was like, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it, man. I know how it is. Little does he know I fucking, I fucking said that shit way before. I even called his ass. I don't give a shit. That's just funny. So yeah, that was that was pretty that was pretty uh comical to me that that motherfucker got there in January. I turned my shit into him and leave and he's applying to the same fucking place. Probably because he doesn't want to deal with the bullshit and you're gonna make more money. The same reason why anybody fucking leaves that fucking place. Because I looked at, he put on his resume how much money he makes. I don't know why he did that. I really don't get why he put on his resume his yearly salary for every job he had. Like, it doesn't, you don't need to put that on there, bro. Like, so I see how much money he makes now at Concord. I'm making the same amount as him. He's a fucking officer. He's a captain. I leave just to become a regular officer somewhere else and making more money than him. Crazy. So, um, yeah, that was, that was, that was something that happened. Um, so I take my car in today. I take my car into to the dealership in, uh, Dublin, uh, East Bay BMW. And 
So I, I was like, okay, fine. I wrote, I wrote, set up the appointment. I said, I need spark plugs, an oil change, and uh, a vehicle check. And then when I got there, I was going to tell the service provider or service advisor about the fan problem, the overheating problem. So I get there and I do all that. First of all, what pissed me off is when I get there, um, he asked me what I needed, even though it's on the appointment, it says on there, oil change, spark plugs, and vehicle check. Uh, he asked me, and I was like, so you just need an oil change today? I was like, well, and spark plugs. Okay, spark plugs. I'm like, is that was that not on there? I'm pretty sure it says on there spark plugs. He's like, well, most of the time, uh, the order, the uh, the appointments don't transfer over. I'm like, well, how did you get oil change? You got only half of it. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? So anyway, I tell him about everything, and then um, I also tell him I have a coupon for service, 15% off service. Okay, so he texts me. Because, you know, you get a te- when, you, when you go in there, you get a text message and it says, you know, thank you for choosing East Bay BMW, blah, fucking blah. So I'll, I'll read you the text messages here. Um, I, I also told him uh, I have a service coupon as well after I got the initial email. Or you get a text message that says, thanks for coming back to East Bay BMW Mini. Text back to reach your service advisor or... Uh, text help for help, reply stop to stop. So then I say, I have a service coupon as well. He says, hi. Um, or after I sent that text message, he comes up to me and um, asks for the, uh, while I'm sitting in the lobby, asks for the coupon and uh, gives me my estimate about the repair costs and all that shit. And then... So I send him a copy of the receipt. And he, he, then he says in the text message um, through the email, I sent him a copy of the receipt through the email. Because he said, send me a screenshot of that. And I misunderstood. I didn't know he meant send a screenshot of the coupon, but whatever. So he texts me back. He said, hi, you sent me a copy of the invoice. I need a copy. I need the, res- the coupon, please. And then... I sent it to him. He said, got it. Thanks. And I said, would the, oh, because I, okay. Also, I have an extended warranty that kicks in after my CPO maintenance warranty is over. So my CPO maintenance warranty ended at a hundred thousand miles. And I also have an extended warranty that lasts for 72, 72 months. So I still have an extended warranty that doesn't cover maintenance covers all, all the other shit. So I say, would the overheating issue repair be covered under my extended warranty? He says, depends on the warranty and what the failed item is. What warranty do you have? I say, I believe the silver. I'm sure you can look it up because BMW has three types of extended warranty tiers. They have, it's not silver, but they have platinum, gold, and uh, some other some other uh, name for them. So they have three different levels of extended warranty care. I said I showed the BMW BMW warranties expired. It sounds sounds like a third party warranty. I would need their phone number. I said I purchased an extended warranty at time of vehicle purchase at BMW Encinitas. 
I believe it's the gold or silver level, which is the middle tier. I have gold. He sends me a picture uh, of all the warranties on this car. He sends me a list of warranty slash maintenance programs slash contract services administered by BMW. So that's what that's the title of this uh, spreadsheet he sends me. So if it says this, contract services, maintenance programs, and warranty administered by BMW North America. So that means everything in this spreadsheet is administered by BMW. Okay, because it says right there, administered by BMW. Everything you're seeing is administered by BMW. So I'm looking at this. New vehicle warranty, limited warranty. It was from the year the car was made up until 2019. That's expired. ESC, which is the type of warranty. It has these different brackets here. It says type ESC. 72M slash unlimited miles. That's the one I'm talking about. And it says active from 2015. And then I enrolled in it in 7-7-2018 when I, after I bought the car. And it's good up until 3-17-2021. 72 months, 999,000 miles. Right now, the car is at 65 months. It's still active. He circles the CPO warranty that ended at 100,000 miles and highlighted it like he's showing me some fucking big I gotcha moment. Like, bro. I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. I said extended warranty. Okay. So, after I see that, and he, he, says that, he sends that picture, and then he says, these are the only BMW warranties I see. If you have a third party that Encinitas sold you, we need to get that info. I said, yes, I'm talking about the extended service contract, extended service contract, which also could be abbreviated as ESC, which is on that list that he sent me. I'm talking about the extended service contract with 999,000 miles about above it. Because the way it's, the, the one that he circled that says it's expired, the one I'm talking about is directly above it. And the one that he circled that says it's expired has my name next to it. The only other thing that has my name next to it is the extended one that says active on it. I said that was issued by BMW as well. And I said it even has the same retail center number on it as the one that he circled. I said, he says, that is expired by time, 3-17-20. I said, the 72-month unlimited warranty expired? Question mark. I said, it still says active. Then he says, in the picture, I highlighted the expired MP by miles and the CPO by time. <laughs> I'm trying not to lose my shit here because... It's really simple to see what's going on here. I, I, I said on here that there's so many things that I said in these text messages that should lead him to look in the right direction. The spreadsheet only has, let me see here, the spreadsheet only has one, two, 
three, four, five, six columns. It has six things on it. And the one that I'm trying to tell him to look at that still has an extended warranty has my name next to it. There's only two things that have my name next to it. The one that he thinks is expired and that really is expired and the one that I want him to look at. So it should be really fucking easy. I even said how many miles my extended warranty has. 999,000 miles and 72 months. The only thing on this spreadsheet that has those numbers is the thing that I want him to fucking look at and he still can't fucking see it. And I says, it still says active. He says, in the picture I highlighted, blah, 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 blah. So I'm trying not to lose my shit. I'm getting fucking fierce. I really don't want to be fucking rude to this fucking guy because he's got my fucking car in his hands, you know? So I'm just like, so this is what I say to him. I'm not talking about my CPO warranty. I'm talking about the ESC. Because maybe, let me abbreviate it for him because if, like I said before, this is my first time ever seeing something like this. Keep in mind, I've never seen this spreadsheet before, but I know what ESC stands for because let me figure out, uh, I'm thinking, I'm trying to tell him about my extended warranty. He sends me a spreadsheet with the word ESC on it. I know what my extended warranty is for, 72 months, unlimited miles, and it has the words, it has abbreviation ESC next to it. So I say extended service contract, because I know that's what it stands for. I'm not a fucking idiot. So let me abbreviate for him to even guide him farther, even though I said so many things that he should be looking at. How many times did I mention 72 months? How many times did I mention 999,000 miles? Look at the fucking spreadsheet and look for those numbers. You'll see the word active next to it. But anyway, I say, I'm not talking about my CPO warranty. I'm talking about the ESC. So man, maybe he'll fucking see that on the spreadsheet. Hopefully he'll see that, which is still active. The only other thing in that picture with my name next to it, that's my extended warranty. The 72-month slash unlimited miles, as stated in your picture. And in the email I sent you showing it was issued by BMW at the time of purchase. I also sent him a picture of my finance paperwork when I bought the car that has my 72-month, 999,000-mile warranty on it. <laughs> so I sent that. So, I'm, so this whole time I'm thinking he's trying to fucking play fucking dumb or treat me like I'm fucking crazy to not to get out of warranty work because they don't make any money so I sent that at 9 28 a.m. he responds in two minutes I'm sorry I didn't I didn't notice the ESC uh, normally it's listed under the CPO yes that is active how do you not notice the ESC even though I told you I told you how many miles and how many months it had left on it numerous times if I tell you something has this and first of all that's the only thing that does have 72 month warranty on it that's the only thing that has an obnoxious number for miles on it 999,000 miles is the warrant is the the mileage for the warranty and 72 months the only two things on the spreadsheet that have those numbers and you didn't notice it the only thing on that thing that, ha and the only other thing on that thing that had my name next to it, was the expired CPO warranty and the still active extended warranty. The only two things that have my name directly next to it, and you don't notice it. Are you fucking kidding me? And then I was just like, oh my god, I was, I was, I was still was like so mad. I'm like, how do you fucking not notice that? 
it's not some long ass 30 column long spreadsheet it's six things and they're thick as fuck they're not it's not small letters and then he says yes it's still active he says if it is a water pump thermostat or fan i believe those would be covered i'm sorry i better find some coffee so he sent that at between 9.30 and 9.33 a.m. I respond a minute later after I just think, like, my first instinct is to just be like, you are fucking sorry. Like, I really was fucking getting pissed off at this fucking guy for not being able to see something so fucking small or something so easy. Like, it's fucking insane. It's like having five pieces of physical money on a table stacked on top of each other or in a row one underneath each other and you're looking at five individual physical pieces of money and one of them is a five dollar bill directly in the middle the rest are ones so let's just say you have six pieces of physical currency and the third one is a five dollar bill and you say, yeah, um, I lost I lost a $5 bill. Oh, uh, all, all I see are ones here, dude. I'm sorry. We don't have it. No, no, no. I lost a, a $5 bill, not, not a $1 bill. I lost a $5 bill. It was on a table with a bunch of ones. Do you know, do you know where it is? Do you see it? Could you look on the table and see it for me? Uh, no, we just have we just have dollar bills here. I'm sorry. No, bro, it's a $5 bill with the number five on it. Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, we just have, like, dollar bills, dude. Oh, well, hold on. The serial number for that $5 bill is blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, I see it. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't notice that $5 bill there. That's how fucking dumb it is. That's how fucking dumb the situation was. Fuck. And so he said, yeah, sorry, I better find some coffee. I was like, so like two minutes later, I was like, thanks. You could take a nap. I won't snitch. And he says, LOL, I will for sure. I'm like, this fucking blue gonna start texting, trying to be buddy-buddy and shit. And he says, I blame the smoke. It's been a long week. Um, so I'm sitting down. Oh, I took a walk. I walked around the corner to get a fucking breakfast burrito. And then he texts me. No news on the temp warning yet. Still working on the spark plugs. We did find an oil leak from the pan, uh, from the oil pan gasket. I will need the car for a few days, being that it is the weekend. Did you need a loaner car? I said, yes. Um, he says, I didn't see you in the lounge. Are you still here? I said, no, I'm around the corner. It's like, come see me when you get back so we can laugh at me some more and I could get you into a car. So I go back and then, yeah, we fucking discuss what happened. And then um, I was like, you guys can't fucking do all this shit today. Like, I don't give a fuck how long it takes. But I don't want to, like, what the fuck? It's like, well, the, um, the plugs are going to take a long time and the oil pan is going to take a long time as well so i'm like all right fine whatever whatever so 
they get me into a loaner car. I go into the I go into the maintenance bay and then get some of the shit out of my car. Then I actually talk I talk to the actual mechanic because this fucking dude's a fucking idiot. So while I was there, I talked to the mechanic that was working on my car. So I was like, I told the mechanic what happens with my car, how it overheats and all that shit. So that way he fucking gets the fucking picture. So there's nothing lost in translation there. And so I get home. And then um, he texts me at noon. He says, we have the fan on order for you. It should be here Tuesday a.m. I'm in the office Tuesday through Saturday. I will update you on Tuesday with the progress. Thanks. Have a great weekend. I said, excellent. So that was the issue. He said, the fan has recorded a fault 28 times. We need to replace and recheck. Everything else is looking good. I said, beautiful. Figured that was probably it. Thanks for the updates. I'll come in Tuesday around 5.30. And so, yeah, that was my experience with the fucking car dealership today. I was just, oh, my God. I cannot believe I had explained so many different ways to him about my extended warranty. You gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> I, was fuck- I was getting fucking mad. I was getting fucking mad at how fucking easily he was overlooking that something so simple. <sighs> fuck. I'm getting kind of riled up thinking about it again. Anyway, whatever. It's done. It's fucking done. And the oil pan. Of the oil uh, oil pan gasket, whatever the hell they're gonna do, that's not gonna cost me anything. So, hopefully, all I gotta do is pay for the spark plugs and the oil change, and hopefully, that fan is covered under warranty, which it should be, because um, that's not a maintenance thing. That should be covered under extended warranty. That's a manu- that's a manufacturer problem. That's not that's not a maintenance thing. So, <sighs> fuck. So yeah, that's pretty much a quick rundown, an expedited version of what's happened since the last time I talked to you guys. Um, yeah, uh, I watched Mulan last night. It was it was all right. It was all right. The the live action Mulan from Disney. <coughs> it was okay. It was okay. Yeah, it's, eh, whatever. They made it, and yeah, they made a movie. Disney made a movie. They, that's all I could say. They made a motion picture, and it was just a straightforward, like, I think, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of hard to make that one into a live-action movie, but... The acting was okay. Um, it was just, it was. I hate to say it, but it was, it was mediocre. Maybe they're, maybe they're gearing up to make a franchise out of it. Maybe they're, maybe they're planning to do something extra with it, to make something else. But I didn't. I don't. I, I heard there was some fucking backlash from China about the movie. I don't fucking know. I don't care, so I never looked into it why China hates that movie or why 
why this movie's getting backlash for whatever reason. I do know one reason why uh, people didn't like it is because Disney, I think Disney was p- charging like hella fucking money to buy it on Disney Plus. Like double digit dollars to fucking watch this fucking movie online. Are you fucking kidding me? What the fuck? I mean, and it, and aside from all the other ways that streaming services charge you for stupid ass fucking movies that are way too overpriced, but you're gonna charge double digits for real for a movie that's not tried and true yet? It just came out. You, you trying to make some money? Like, come on, you're fucking Disney. You guys don't need any fucking money. Release that shit for fucking two dollars. Get the fuck over it, man. Anyway. Yeah, so this movie, that movie didn't have like the best, didn't have the best birthing environment, I guess. So, but whatever, it it was whatever. Um, I'm fucking done. It's an hour twelve. I haven't I talked about some stupid shit. That's long enough. Music time, and then you guys go back to whatever the fuck you were doing. <sighs> Hmm. I don't know. What the fuck? What could it play? Um. Oh, I got that new I am Sue. Let's see here. What we got here? I'll play something just I'll play I heard that was the last song I heard from this album. I'll play that one. That was pretty okay. That was pretty okay. Um okay, yeah, I'm done. Alright. This song is called 2020 WAP, featuring Show Banger from I Am Sue. Off the album I Am Summer, 2020. Alright, see you motherfuckers later. Who did this beat? This shit go. Shit, huh? I walk around with a grip, huh? Oh, keep two like a twigs, huh? Uh, why you always in the mix, huh? Uh, I be smoking out the zip, huh? 2020 drop top, coming whips, huh? Cash rules, everything around me. Probably in my bag where they found me. When they see the chew, it's astounding. Full time grid, ain't no loungy. I walk in, that's bag alert. She ain't got no cash, I skirt. If that bitch bad, I flirt. From that bottom, that dirt, ain't six feet. Tell them niggas it's the big league. If I don't do nothing, I'ma get cranked. Uh, gang, 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 we the drink team. Uh, only Benji's what I'm thinking. Uh, no cap on it. Every beat I get, I whap on it. For my time, you know it's tax on it. Too focused on them franks, I can't lack on it. Run up them racks to double back on it. Can't stop, can't quit on. All I know is gang shit on. I get paid to talk shit on. I walk around with a grip, huh? Oh, keep two like a twigs, huh? Uh, why you always in the mix, huh? Uh, I be smoking out the zip, huh? 2020 drop top, coming hey, with hey, Show bang, fuck half, need the whole thing. Propane, 
Hella gas, bitches, more flame. Who is dude? Where he from? He a no name. Fucking fool. It's a tax. I need everything. Swap. Pulled up in a new drop. Two spots. Got your girl trying to move out. Bling blow. Take your bitch like Gentile. Bust down. Every plate I eat, bust down. Ain't no Southwest left. She took the bus down. My first girl broke my heart. I can't trust it all. It's mafia. It's certain shit we don't discuss at all. Tow it off. Dead ass serious if it's dough involved. I want the peace, but if it's beef, then it's stroking off. We take challenges off the streets like the towing yard. Too many snakes in the grass. Got a motor lawn. These niggas gasping for air. They barely.